This week on the After Show, we talk about more Star Trek. And then we talk about some video games and Toku and Transformers and then back to Star Trek somehow. Well, hey, at least we keep true to form, I guess. And since then we're doing uh, Enterprise after that? Uh, yeah, and then I guess after that, uh, you know, an original... Okay, so I've, I don't know about the Enterprise episode to do, but I've been thinking... I've seen, I've seen absolutely none of Enterprise at all. I'm not asking for suggestions right now anyway, that's not the point, but for the original series episode to do subsequent to that, I want to do, like, the Doomsday Machine. Okay. Because that's a a fun, action-y episode, and the, um, if any of us choose to watch the remaster, it's actually really nicely done. I don't have, I don't what season is that? You know what? I cannot even I may not have it. (laughs) I may or may not have it, because I don't have all the seasons. I cannot even tell you, like, what season a particular episode of the original series falls into. Yeah, because it's not really as clearly divided. It's so episodic. Right, right. right. There's not there's not as much progression in terms of, like, how the production runs from one season to the next. I really want to say it's season one or two. I think. I might have it then. So what about Hold the... Hold on. Uh, I'm scanning through them now. It's not one. Might be two. I don't think it's three. Two, about, episode six. Oh, okay. What about the remaster, you were saying? Uh, it's still be season two, episode six. <laughs> it's just, it's really nicely done. Like, some of the remasters, you know, they replace the effect sequences. Right. Like, one for one. They don't do anything to, like, make them what they were trying to be at the time. This kind of, it dresses it a little bit, I guess, is the best way to put it. You know, it's not changing what they were, but it's like right, filling right. in what it, it makes it do look less like a paper mache anus. Well, no, it's still it still looks like that, except it's like in you know super high detail and smooth moving and. Oh my! It's sort <laughs> of like bit more like the equivalent of that one shot in uh, episode four where the latest special edition went in fixed perspective on matte paintings or something. <laughs> so here's a question. If we do the original series, we want to do the animated series? Oh my god. I never like I remember when I was very young, the animated series being on a TV in the background. I never actually watched it. It is on Netflix. It is. I don't have Netflix. What? Oh well, we've discussed this in depth before. Now I remember. Yeah, having Netflix requires you to have an internet connection. Or at least a decent one. I don't think my three megabits would really get me very good Netflix in general. It would. So. Well, investigate. See if you can watch it through something. I'm sure you can find it. I'm sure I can can borrow a copy from somewhere. Absolutely. Yes. Borrow a copy. Uh Uh-huh. Completely ethical and legitimately. Absolutely. <laughs> I know. You can just come on a visit and you can borrow my dad's copy. Right. Right. That's totally yeah. what's going to happen in two yep, weeks. Yep, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to drive four hours to Mickey's house um, the week and before. I'm going to drive ten hours to BotCon. Absolutely. And, you know, just borrow, <laughs> borrow an episode of that. Although, since we're not doing that next week, I guess I can do it after I come back from BotCon. You just do it on the way. That way you, you just go there. Okay, so Ken, Ken, I know... Yes. I know you live in Georgia, and like education's probably not your strong suit. But you do realize (laughs) 
where Chattanooga is in relation to I where, do realize that was where Nashville is and where Chicago it, is it, and the line yes. between them and yes. 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 I, I on the way isn't yes. really there yes. and like I, I wish you could see the hand yes. gestures I'm making. You I, know. I completely realize that. <laughs> do you want hand gesture I'm making? Do you know what I'm making? <laughs> you know, I think you two might be on the same page. <laughs> No, but thing is, you know, it's just like flying. The, the the fastest point is a curved line. Yeah, totally. Right, but cur- curved, but going in you know one same direction is the thing. Power chambers in the basement. Yeah, we talked about this. We we talked about that. That was on the old podcast. Well, it'll come back someday. That's as dead to us now as Paladin is. Oh. <laughs> Took me a minute to actually work up to, like, you know, an emotion. Sincere. <laughs> yeah. An emotion. <laughs> Not a particular. You miss you, Paladin. Come back and do our news. Just an emotion. Yes, come back and do our Star Trek news, Paladin. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> consists of. You know what I should you know what I should do? You know what I should do? I should get Paladin every week to record by himself just saying, uh, it's Star Trek, there's no news, and just get him to record it differently every week. And just insert <laughs> it at the start of the show. Oh, and happy Paladin news though. I saw that uh Tim Curry made his first appearance in three years. Yeah, since his stroke. Yeah. So he's recovering somewhat, yay. Yeah. Does Paladin even actually like Tim Curry? I think we just completely invented that ourselves. We did. Okay. I know you said Happy Paladin news, so well, I didn't know if, says Tim Curry all the time. I didn't know if it got to the point where like we actually started believing it. Like we lost. I believe as much as believe anything else we say. We should just say not at all. True. True. And anyway, the normal podcast will come back at least when Dino Charge comes back. Because we like talking about that. Mm-hmm. And maybe the we next may... Rider show won't suck balls. I was going to say, we may only end up talking about Dino Charge, in which case, you know, short show, but then we can do this afterward. Or do Dino Charge after yeah, one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Something. I, I like the name Common Rider Ghost. And that sounds kind of promising. Maybe he'll be like a spooky sheet. Does it have Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg in it? Say what? Have Whoopi, Whoopi have... Goldberg from Ghost? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I want to see Wookie Goldberg doing like rider kicks. <laughs> well, no, she would be like you know the person who owns the shop or the police station or whatever that he hangs out in when he's not being the oh, ghost. He'd be the, 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 the sister po- the pottery character. barn. <laughs> yeah, the pottery barn. The pottery barn. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. I mean, we have to get, like, one good series, right? I'm sure. Is it, well, we, we, we'll see. We spent most of, we spent this year mostly with bad. Well, how many years in a row do we have bad Power Ranger series? Four. <sighs> Four. 
But like between uh, Rider and Sentai, one of the two has to be good at some point. Let's hope. It can't just be bad year in and year out. No, we just got done with Tokyuger. Right. That's what I'm saying, you know, maybe the next Rider won't be bad so we don't get that two years in a row. Maybe the next Sentai won't be bad so we don't get that two years in a row. And since since next year is going to be an anniversary series... Maybe Tokyo's Returns will come out soon and we can do a special that episode of Star Trek about that episode of Sentai. I think (laughs) that comes out at the end of this month. month. It should be hopefully next month. Cross your fingers. Yeah, I think think the DVD comes out at the end of this month. Then it's just the wait for subs. So, July. That's going to be just like Gaim, where no one wants to sub anything else after the series has ended. No, the problem with Gaim is Magenta disappeared. Off the internet. I guess. I blame Fort Max. What did Fort Max do? I blame Gaim fans. Maybe he was just burned out. Wait, is Magenta a he? I thought Magenta was a she. He's a he. Oh, okay. Were any of the Acer people she's? Um, I'm not sure who all of them were, actually. But the ones that you do know of. Catfeed's a guy, Magenta's a guy, I don't know Mm. who the rest are. Okay. Fair enough. There could be an infinite number of Acer people that you don't know of. (laughs) If if there is, why aren't they subbing Gaim stuff? Because they only had one translator. Everyone else is all quality control. It's the whole TV Nihon model. I assume Kathy could translate, too. Yeah. Anyway, hopefully something will sort itself out a bit, bit more, a bit better before. That's I just got... that's been my point of confusion, really. Like I, I was pretty sure they had more than one person who could do the translations. Mm. But um, hopefully something will sort itself out before November. Well, <laughs> thing is, Gappy, I think, kind of got burned out on doing translation altogether after he when he translated Eureka Seven AO. Oh, oh, that poor, poor, poor bastard. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't understand that sentence at all. Caffey got burned out from doing translations because he translated the entirety of a really bad anime. That oh, was, okay. That was, that was a sequel to yeah, not too bad one. A half bad anime. So basically, yeah. if he did Ghost Sager by himself, or Drive by himself. Eureka 7 is decent, but the AO was um oh. yeah yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it definitely was written by the guy who did the original FMA anime <laughs> I kind of like that up until the last ten episodes yeah exactly it's kind of like Kuga or not Kuga uh Kabuto oh, oh yeah wrong K word. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Kuga's, it wasn't. Kuga's it was, been it, fun to rewatch with the Grongi dialogue, too. I imagine. <laughs> I, I just. I had a hard time getting into Kuga because of the visuals. Ah. Uh, were extraordinarily hard to look at. I can see that. It was like watching a TV show filmed on Nintendo 64. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 can, I, I can't can deal I, with I, it, though, is the I, thing. I, I, I love Kuga. And I, I, can, I can deal with it, but I can't argue that. No, I'm not I arguing know, with the it. The special chapter looks pretty good a bit 
though, yeah, lower resolution, but it actually looks good. The actual episodes, yeah, they're tr- they look like trash. They do. I made it to yeah. like the episode with the, the rhino monkey in it. They oh, gored him at the end so... of one episode. That yeah, that's actually the last though. one I watched out of this batch. I think I have one left. That's a hell of a, a cliffhanger right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I love the fight in the next episode, though, with that, though. Yeah. No, like, I'm not disputing at all. Visually, the show is hard to deal with, but I can deal with it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's 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 good. You have to, you really have to, like, be willing to take the whole series in. I mean, if it, if it had been mastered like Ein, uh, Augito was, it would look so much better. But Toei. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would, yeah. This is the same year. Yeah, I Kuga and Time Ranger. Yeah, you can definitely tell that they were made at the same time. <laughs> you want viewers hate seeing things. <laughs> Let's just make a radio show. No, actually, here's the thing. Uh, time Ranger, I'm the isn't actually all that much worse than what the tape than what the mask. On what Time Ranger looks like, that's about what Sentai looked like when it was first aired until Gal Ranger. Which so until next the next year. Yeah. Yeah, there there is. But a, yeah, uh, every single. But yeah, I mean, the the. Uh, so the Gal Ranger versus Super Sentai, the masters that it uses for all the for all the pre, for all the pre Gal Ranger shows, are pretty much Time Ranger quality. <laughs> so yeah, that is Time Ranger is what Sentai looked like since when it was airing forever. It was yeah, not good. Yay technology. <laughs> Got anything you, else? Yeah, there's this great arcade a little ways away from where Botcon is. Mm-hmm. And apparently we're going to spend, like, the whole day Thursday just in there playing video games. <laughs> it's going to be pretty... Like, the place has a $15 entry fee, and then all the games are free play. Oh, I've been to places like that before. There's one of those in uh, Disney World. I went oh, okay. way back when I was a kid. That's yeah, cool. it's it's pretty great, actually. Yeah. Yeah, until I found out it was, you know, free play for flat entry costs, I was not really looking forward to that as an activity because I'm pretty shitty at video games and I don't feel like I can justify throwing, you know, piles of quarters in them. But hey, I'll I'll just, uh, you know, wander around and play a game for five minutes so I get bored with it. And move on to the next one. Uh Uh-huh. They have have cruising USA machines there. I can't wait. Oh, God. (laughs) Are... Okay, here's the question. Are they the, do you know if they're the ones that can load save data from N64 cartridges? I don't I don't know, but I also don't have an N64 cruising USA cartridge. I did rent it many times when I was a kid though. I, I used to own it. The arcade I went to at Disney World is the only time I've ever been to a place that actually had an actual VR game there. Oh. It did, it did the headset you put on, it would look wherever you looked, and you actually had a motion control lightsaber you were swinging at targets. Neat. Really? It was clunky as all hell because it was almost like, like 
the year 2000 or 1999. So there was like, you so know, six polygons total. It was like thing. Dreamcast quality graphics. Five polygons total. Yeah. But <laughs> it was actual head tracking and motion controls in a video game back then. That must have been pretty awesome, though. It was. It wasn't a very good game, but it was just an awesome experience. Right, right. That's what I was. That's more what I was thinking. Yeah. No, that's that sounds pretty cool. I doubt this place is anything like. They've got some pinball machines, though. Ew. <laughs> I just Real. like pinball because I'm extraordinarily bad at it. Well, welcome to me in video games. I mean, pinball machines look so fun. Yeah. But I can't play them. Then I actually try, and then it's like, oh, God. Well, next time, bring a magnet. So when I was a kid, one of my relatives gave me a little pinball machine. It was like Ninja Turtle branded because it was 1991 or something. And at, at some point, I came in possession of a reasonably strong magnet. And I discovered if I put the magnet over the... Uh, if I put the magnet on the machine, it would grab the ball, and I could drag it over to one of the uh, one of the goals, uh, the scoring posts, and it would just sit there and rack up points forever. <laughs> <laughs> that was the day XV learned about cheat codes. <laughs> Analog Pat, cheat codes. Why are you climbing into my empty laundry basket? Because it's soft. No wait, there's no. You said empty. Yeah, uh, it doesn't know it's empty yet. It's just going to be because it wants to poop. Uh, well, no, no. If it wanted to poop, it would still wait for there to be clothes in there. <laughs> because that would be the most inconvenient thing. Uh, Mickey, have you gotten Protectabots yet? I'm still missing Hotspot. That's actually the one I was going to ask you about, because Hotspot's amazing. He looks really great. Um, I don't know what to think about his head, though. What do you mean? In my mind, Hotspot's head is 50-50 blue and 50-50 solid black. So what are you going to do Like when you get it, paint half of it I black? I don't know. Because like, both do, versions of it exist in my head at the same time. If you do, will it be the left side or it. the right side that, yeah, that you paint black? <laughs> oh, finally. I mean, finally, a good Star Trek movie. Oh? HBO now has First Contact. Oh. That's a pretty good one. That's when Troy gets drunk. Yes. Bangs armor from Babe. Ken got to go catch his whale. Lily's the best character in all of Star Trek. Because cause yeah. that's where the oil comes from, the whale. It's true. <laughs> we learned that in Star Trek Four. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. we If we ever get around to doing movies in this format, we need to do Star Trek Four first. Of course. Why not? Best, worst no. Star Trek movie. <laughs> four, four is fantastic. Four is just fun. It's a terrible Star Trek movie, but it is such a fun movie. It it, it, it it is the sort of thing where it's like, I'm not sure how it's a movie because it because it's just it's just it's just like it's a movie in absence of the fact that they didn't have a TV series at the time because that's what it kind of feels like. It feels like it feels like an expanded episode of a TV series that did not exist at the time. So like Insurrection. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> basically, that's kind of home my... is all flavor and no substance. Yeah, right. It's lunch meat. 
it's not even that. It's like uh, it's all. It's just good. All the different spices on your rack, one after like, the other. Uh, oh, like, this, this saffron's amazing. Pepper's like, great. It, yeah, it's like it's like it's good. It's, it's just sort of like this is a movie. Okay. Doesn't really feel like a movie, but okay. But good God, <laughs> is that movie quotable too? <laughs> when I was a kid, that was my favorite Star Trek movie. To be fair, when I was a kid, I didn't actually like Undiscovered Country, though. So I still don't like Undiscovered Country. I think really? the pacing is really weird. Yeah. I think it grinds to the halt the second they hit the ice planet. I've come to appreciate Undiscovered Country more, but now that you mention it, I mean, it does kind of stall out in the middle. Uh, there's like, a lot I do like. Um all but the cool, interesting the parts are in the first ruins half. The entire momentum. Uh, and also, that Klingon blood, ooh. <laughs> if there's anything I would remaster in George Lucas' eyes, it'd be that. Because <laughs> all of a sudden it turns into a money-for-nothing video. With so mid-80s like, CGI blobs floating at you in 3D. So, like, the first 45 minutes to an hour of that movie, I think, are actually really good. Mm. Really, they're really like interesting for what they do with the cast at that point in the timeline, mm-hmm. and then the last like fifteen minutes of the movie are good. It's with that Enter- middle yeah, several yes. hours with with Enterprise and Excelsior <laughs> yes. teaming up to kill the Warbird and, um, you know, and target that explosion and fire. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah, everything between those points the is sexiest just... death sentence ever. <laughs> Everything between the points is just no. It 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 yeah, it ruins the pacing of the movie, you're right. I I think I just tend to remember all the cool stuff around that chunk. See, I I'd rather watch Star Trek 5 than Star Trek 6. Cuz Star Trek 5 is consistently bad all the way through and just kind of owns it. It really does. It, it's it's yeah. Bloom Shatner's love letter to himself. <laughs> That's what happens if you let William Shatner write fan fiction about Kirk. So, no. you mean all the novels he wrote? Yeah, that was that novel series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they totally needed to make a TV adaptation of that. Oh, God. Actually, even when they I was do a that kid now. And, I read, and I read some of those, I was like, wow. <laughs> Shatner sure does love himself, doesn't he? <laughs> Shatner is the JDF of Star Trek. <laughs> but he's actually like a decent person. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah. But just in terms of like, you know, his own self-importance and self-involvement, they're yeah, I mean, they're kind of equivalent. Um, I guess I'm going to take off. It's late for the Eastern time people anyway, so... It is. Mickey has to go drink himself unconscious so he won't think about his air conditioner anymore. Yep. And the loss of his USB hub. I'm less concerned about that. (laughs) You'll have to go buy a new one. Maybe you can get one that has a car air conditioner built into it. That would be a real time saver. Yeah. Everybody needs a USB hub for their car, right? Actually, if I just get one of those cigarette lighters with a USB adapter on it, I could put a, a, a laptop fan aimed at my face. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. Hey. <laughs> you know, 
Um, one of the minivans we had over the years, the air conditioner broke down in it, and we could not get it fixed easily. Because if you ever looked in the uh, engine compartment of a minivan, there's about one cubic foot of space in there, and everything's crammed into it. So you basically have to take everything apart to get to anything. It's like a laptop, really. Um, <laughs> you've seen how small the engine compartment of my car is, right? I have actually not looked in the engine compartment of your well, car. Well, but you've seen because... the front of it, though, with the hood closed. I mostly remember the back of it. Well, from when you, you got different memories of your trips than I do, then. <laughs> do what? From when you were crammed inside? No, Mickey. You've got different memories of your trips than I do, then. I guess. Um, I don't recall you ever spending any time in the backseat of my car. No, but I've stood behind your car. But no, the the front of my car is smaller than the desk my center my computer sits on. Okay. Uh, so we had that problem in a minivan where the air conditioner was broken. So what we actually did, we got clip-on fans that plugged into a cigarette lighter and just ran those instead. It didn't really work. <laughs> Plus, after a while, the dashboard deformed where the clips were clamped onto them, and they would just, you know, fall off. That was kind of a problem if it happened while you were in the middle of driving. Well, you just stop and reach down and pick them up again. Stop? 